Good morning. What's happening? Boom Factor family. Well, this is Dr. D, you guys, and I am headed to JH a little earlier because I was informed that I have some drop-offs. Drop-offs are individuals who leave the paperwork for me to prepare their taxes. And guess what? I still have drop-offs from last week. And it's Thursday and I haven't completed those drop-offs. So I just got the okay that I can go ahead and early and start doing some of that work because I know how that's going to turn out. So with that said, I pray that y'all had a good week thus far. Um, Mines have been busy as always. A lot of, um, it's no dull moment with Dr. D. That's number one. Y'all know that already. Uh, number two, <laughs> something always coming at me <laughs> you know I either did something or say something or act a certain way you know it's like I, I, I was talking to daddy God I said hmm I know you're bringing me to another level but why I feel like the enemy is trying to hold me down now it's like you're trying to smother my personality you're trying to smother who I am after you done set me free and um, I felt the, the Spirit of the Lord tell me, well, what you going to do about it? Are you going to, who be with you? Who are you allowing to smother you? Because I'm not smothering you. I want you to be free. Matter of fact, remember that conversation we had at the kitchen sink almost 10 years ago? I was like, Yes, Dad. He says, so you make sure you hearken unto what I told you. He said, at this point in your life, no matter what happened, because where I'm taking you, even the closest people that you think that's for you, it's going to test you. And that test is not going to come from them. I'm using them to test you to see if you're really going to do what I'm telling you to do or you can submit yourself back to the man, to, to not only just a man, but submit yourself back into the arm of flesh. The flesh, the way of doing things, the worldly things are doing things. The way people want you to act a certain way. You know how to act accordingly, daughter. Okay? I don't have a problem with you and your mannerism. I don't have a problem with you. I want you to know that I'm pleased with you so much that did you read that email yesterday? Y'all got an email and an invitation to speak at this prominent event. Now, I've been, I'm always getting invitations, right? I'm not saying what it is because cause I've noticed if I mention something, Lord have mercy, the, the enemy just go berserk. But with that, I say yes, Lord. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm easy to say yes, Lord, because He is my Lord. He's my Lord and my Master. You know, He's part of 
the universe, a higher being in me. And um, you know what? While I'm talking, I need to pay my insurance because I got to get out of here. And so with that said, you guys, I understand what he's talking about. So with all of that said, I also was listening to, uh, you know, I feed my spiritual man. Um, I listen to, um, I always listen to uh, Maya Angelou um, speeches, you know, off and on. I feed myself with Miles Monroe. I feed myself with the master class that's through um, Oprah Winfrey. And something she has said that really touched me in... I'm really learning a lot about myself. It's like God is showing me things and why I do things. Because me going through this generational matter series, I really want people to be able to be free in themselves. And some things will be painful. But with the pain, it's going to come deliverance, right? Um, with the pain, it's going to have some, it's going to bring about some uneasiness. So, this Sunday, we're going to begin going into the meat of some stuff. And it's going to be dealing with the heart. A lot of individuals don't want to deal with the heart because it hurts. It's, It's deep, you know. And for us to break the generational curses, we first have to identify some some cycles um, that have occurred, you know. And uh, I had somebody uh, express that they've been watching a pattern. No, you don't have to watch a pattern because if I'm not mistaken, I'm always like this. I'm always comical, I always make statements, and I will answer myself, and I'm not going to have nobody throw me a curveball, and like, I don't wait to after the fact, I'm going to cut it off at the head, so that means I'm going to, I'm going to answer it, a response to it, I'm going to think about it, and then, if it's like out of the whim, and oh, don't catch me when I'm tired, oh, if I'm tired, you guys, you're going to get it wrong, hey, so, when a person say they're watching a pattern, why are you watching a pattern? What are you looking for when you're supposed to already know my mannerism? Matter of fact, I even distinctly ask, you show you want me to be a part of something? Because I'm not like everybody else. I'm not like this, 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 this bird that you want to keep as a pet. And put it in a cage so you can tame it. God already, God already took me out the cage, y'all. I'm free. But if somebody else is offended, if somebody else don't understand me, if somebody else don't really got my back like they say they got my back, and it really is my defender that would defend me because you know me, you're not gonna be there for me. Yeah, you'll be there for me on the outer, but 
if it's going to harm you some type of way or hinder something that you already have in the making. Oh, no, no, no. You, I'm not I'm not worth that. That much to defend you because I have a higher purpose. You kind of get what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm bringing all that out because I've been watching a track record. How about that? And this track record I've been watching all through my life. And I can honestly say now, and I've always been saying it, besides the Father up in heaven, who really have my back? Who is that person that's really going to stand up and say, hold up, you're not going to talk to her like that. You're not going to treat her like that. No, you're not going to make a statement like that because I know her. Now, I know that situation. Now, I didn't understand it until I listened to the master class. Wow. And so she was identifying some circumstances that occurred in her life as a young girl. And she um she was sharing where's my eyeglasses? She was sharing you guys that growing up her grandmother and her aunties back then automatically assumed that she was going to be just like them. And you know, our family do the same thing. As we grow up, oh, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. And then we go start pursuing what they say. And then a lot of times children get depressed. They don't uh, mount up because not that's not what God called them to be. So that's what she was sharing. As we grow the higher power, which is God, because she was saying as she grew up, that's all she knew was church. Church in the morning, church in the evening, church through the week. And I can say the same thing. When God called me out of the world, thinking like the world, acting like the world, even though I was at this moment in my life, they would say that I was one of the good girls. I still didn't have God. In my world. Y'all kind of feel what I'm saying? So. I was I was brought up. You know. You do unto others what you want. Them to do unto you. You live the golden rule. You. 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 Um, you. You. You respect your elders. You respect the woman of the house. You never disrespect a marriage. Uh, in a church. You never disrespect the pastor. You never disrespect the pastor wife. You always have high regards for the deaconess. It's just certain that I was I was taught old old school values. All this new mingle stuff. No. I was taught the old school values and I'ma keep the old school values because the father just informed me of some stuff that I gotta go back and begin to teach these young folks the old school values because Everybody just all over the place. Everybody just can come in and do what they want, act what they want, you know, and we're going to make our own rules. All right? You got to be careful with that. Now, with all that said, you guys, she mentioned that she heard this voice. And, and she said she didn't know God like she knew 
him now. And I can say the same thing. I didn't know God back then like I know him now. But she did say she know her calling. And that's why everything that she do, it becomes a teaching. Because she always want somebody to say, hmm, I didn't think of it like that. And I noticed that that's how I teach. When I share or communicate, the, my expressions, some may think it's sarcastic, but it's my expressions. I'll joke around and clown around to break ice. You know, uh, I mean what I'm saying, but, you know, like um, something came to my attention and I was just like, well, it just behooved me how the person just hopped up and moved on the other side like I was going to do it or something. You know, but instead of that person being confronted, I was confronted. So right then and there, it brought back some memories. Because all my life, you guys, I never had somebody to really take a stand for me and say, no, that's Daniela. No, that's my wife. And you're not going to talk to her like that. Or you're not going to treat her like that. Or you're not. I never had that. And I saw it one time in my life. And I shared it with my daughter. I said, I saw it one time. Your daddy did that for me. When my mother attacked me. When she was living in our house. She had needed a place to stay. She was going through her little thing. At my younger age. When I was in my 20s. Okay. So, so we are like. I am literally 16 years apart from my mother. My mother had me when she was 16. So I'm literally 16 years apart from my mother. And at that time, she was going through her little thing. And at that time, both of us was working, me and my husband, and something had happened to where I had confronted her. I asked her about something because she had somebody else in the house and that was one of the no-nos because of where she was in her life, right? So my mother not only punched me in my face, she had took a lamp, one of them lampshades, and bust me in the head with literally broke it. And my husband at that time, my two youngest children's father, say, hold up. I know that's your daughter, but that's my wife. And I can't allow you to abuse my wife. You got to go. You got to get out of here. And she made this big commotion. Well, that's my daughter, and this is her house. No, this is our house, and that's my wife. You got to go. And I was so destructive, and I'm on the floor crying, you know, mama this, mama that. And she's still trying to get at me. Um, matter of fact, it was like she still was thinking I was this little girl that she didn't want in the beginning. You see me? You hear me, y'all? So with all that said, Oprah was bringing up some situations that she understands individuals that never felt wanted because she never felt wanted and so her main mission in life 
to make sure that everybody matter. And that's why she teach what she teach and how she teach. And she rate, she, she um, reach out to individuals. And I said, oh my, that's me. I always want people to realize that they matter. I always want individuals to know that they're special. They're called of God. That they have a higher purpose. Oh my gosh, that's what this is all about, Lord. And see, the enemy don't want us to be free. He don't want us to teach each other that you matter. That I will defend you. I will, I got your back. So she was just sharing some, some incidents that transpired through her lifetime. And as a little girl, how she was raped and how her own blood family didn't want her and gave her stipulations and um, the time when she had to move back and forth and even her own father was giving her instructions and it was just a lot of stuff she was sharing. I was like, oh my gosh, my past was just like Oprah. And I began to cry. I began to weep. I began, you guys, to understand who I really am and why the devil don't like me. Wow. I am starting to realize the importance of my life in this earth. To be that one. To share my life with. To share my world with you guys. Because somebody out there. You don't feel that you matter. You don't feel that you want it. You don't feel that you have that special person. That will stand up for you and defend for you. But I want you to know that hey. Dr. D is here. And I'm here to let you know you matter. I will defend you. If I know you, you will never have to worry about Dr. D not sticking up for you. And I don't care what the situation is, I'm going to always have your back. I'm going to always flip that, that question. Okay, yeah, that happened, but why did you do this? It will never be a one-way street with me. I will never come and put you in check because somebody else feels a certain way or because you feel that something is going on, not realizing, hold up. That's our mannerism. Because if truth be told, I did that with somebody else. The same thing happened when I came on the scene. But I continue to embrace. And guess what? That person... We're cool. Because in return, that person began to embrace me. She didn't run away from me no more. Y'all see how that worked? So when Oprah was sharing that, oh my God. Hi, you guys. I see where the message had cut off. I'm at the bus stop right now. 
but uh, I'm gonna uh, continue this part while I'm standing out here. It's it's nice. It's not cold yet, but you could feel a breeze. And we was discussing how God says we matter. You matter. And you may feel like nobody's there to defend you, but God will defend you. God will expose a situation that's if individuals are keen enough to love you like they say they love you and see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me see if I can use an example. I only can use my example. And um, I can explain it like this here because I didn't post some messages, but I had to release it so it can get off of me. But I can use an example. If if you and just say hypothetically you and your 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 wife or your husband or your significant other, you have a routine, right? And this routine continues on till you didn't got accustomed to that routine. So you just flowing, right? So it really don't matter whatever goes on. You have a routine. You're in the know. You're in the know. And if 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 and if you in the know with a routine with both of you guys, if something change, you are gonna let them know. You know, you you gonna you gonna call them, and now we have technology. We can text them. We can email them, but. If it's very, very important and you want them to be a part of it, you're not just gonna going to um how can I put it? You're not just gonna put it in an unconspicuous place where you know that person is not gonna go. You're gonna make sure that they see the change or hear about the change. So you'll probably put a sticky note on the refrigerator. You're going to send them a text. You're going to call them. You're going to leave a message. Why? Because first of all, that's your wife and your husband. Y'all was in a routine. That's just what y'all do. Y'all make sure that both of you are aware of what's going on with each other or even with a project, even in business. You know, you got to make sure you know what's going on, right? Um... Then all of a sudden, one party begins to start slacking. And it's not so much as forgiveness. It's just that another another project that came on board, and you got to complete it. So, yeah, it's going to take away a little more time, right? So, with that... The routine that you have with your your wife or your husband, yeah, it's gonna start missing some some things. And then a wife will come and say, "Well, babe, well I didn't know you was doing that." Oh no, nah, I told you when when we was in um, when you was in the kitchen cooking, and I was in the living room. Well, I didn't hear it. Yeah, but then the other day. No, I didn't hear it, honey. Oh, all right. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's a new project I'm taking on. Um, I know it might take away some of our time. I hope you don't mind. And so they say, oh, okay, no, I just didn't know. So now I know how 
to readjust the schedule. Okay, we won't be able to meet this day, so you're going to X that out. Well, when will we be able to meet? Y'all see what I'm, where I'm going with this? You're going to always make sure that well, whoever's involved, they know the changes. Well, even with listening to uh, Oprah Winfrey in a master class, she was sharing how um, her grandmother was telling her uh, because of the era back then, she was a maid for these for these white folks, and she had told Oprah, she said, "Yeah," she said, "Oh, or whatever." It was some some name she called her. Make sure you always have some good white folks on your side, some good white folks. And she was saying that. How can you say good white folks when they're treating us and killing us, right? But she was saying the good white folks are the ones that won't call you the N-word. They'll let you in the house. Uh, You still got to live in the the, the black quarters and all of that, but you won't have to worry about so much oppression. All right? That's what she was saying. But But Oprah was saying within herself, she said, no, I'm not... I'm not going to live this life. I'm not going to be this life. And so, but that type of communication, and it was instilled in them so much that they passed it down, that they automatically thought that that's how it was going to always be. So she was identifying and stating that we have to maintain our thoughts to protect ourselves. And whatever we say is going to be, that's what's going to be. And then she was sharing how other people's thoughts come upon us and make us the way they want us to be. And that's why a lot of people are not free. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And so even in a routine, if you're going to change a routine, you inform who's on the team or like your husband and wife, you're going to make sure that everybody's informed so everybody can be synchronized doing the same thing and no one feel like they're not in the know. Or as, quote-unquote, like the military say, on a need-to-know basics, you know, when they have their little... They say, well, why is such and such? Well, if I tell you, I'm going to have to kill you. Oh, so what, I'm on a need-to-know basis? Yeah, you're on a need-to-know basis, meaning whatever I want you to know, I will let you know. You're on a need-to-know basis. So even in a personal life, as you're growing up, different things affect you in life. You may feel like you're only on a need-to-know basis with people that you think that have your back, literally going to take up for you because they say they know you, but they really don't know you. Right? Um, couples and business relationships, um, whatever that, that unit is, you have to always make sure that they are in the note. That's how the order can stay in place. Right? So, I was sharing earlier how I am a certain way. 
because I want people to feel that they matter. I can't be responsible for the reaction of others because they don't understand my mannerism. I I feel like God has put me in different situations that I'm like Paul. I could be all things to all men. Um, Daddy God also told me that I'm not on a, his warrior. I mean, his soldier. I'm his warrior. He said, and you can't adapt to all climates. And that's what I need in this time because you're going to have to teach people. Don't you know the average person? You know, a lot of people like stats. You know, I used to hate. Oh, Lord, I used to hate, um, well, what it was, I think it was, that's, that was the class in college, stats, um, financial stats or whatever, oh, my gosh, we had to get the stats for everything, oh, my gosh, you got to calculate, and what's the percentage of this, what's the stats, if this happened to give us scenarios and simulations, remember we were talking about that the other, last week, I'm going to get into that for generational matters, because the devil creates simulations on us. And uh, we need God to help us pick the right formula to resolve that simulation. That's going to be real good when he was showing me that. But daddy be showing me some stuff, y'all. It makes you think. And that's what she was saying. She was saying as she grew up because of her experience, uh, she was stating that we are the experience the environment um it conditions us and that's why we need a higher source to help us maintain in this life and that's having a spiritual understanding knowing god knowing your place know that you matter know that you got somebody that got your back one of my former pastors uh we had a uh, anniversary and she had an apostle, a, a, a Apostle Gwendolyn Williams, I'll never forget. And she came and did one of the nights. And, you know, they're busy me. I'm going back and forth all through the church. I was the church administrator. I, I kept the event, uh, event coordinator. I mean, um, you could literally say I was the one to make sure everything was in order, got things done. So I'm way in the back. You know, I'm just sitting there. And at that time, too, it's t- it was in 2007. I got, it's on tape. I have the um, the CD. And she said, come here, you, right there, back there, the little busybody, right there. And I don't mean busybody not doing nothing. You're a busybody for the kingdom of God. you the one that get things done. you the one that see everything and nobody listens. you the one, you. That's right, you, right back there with the braids. I need you to come here. That's how she called me out, y'all. So I'm looking at first when she was saying come, I was looking around like, who is she talking to? And I pointed at myself, say, I know you're not talking to me. You know, she said, yeah, you come in. And the first thing she said when I went to the front, she said, Pastor, this one here, she got your back. She said, no, literally, she will fight with you. She said, no, literally, Pastor, she will literally put up her dues and fight somebody for you. This one here, she got you. This the one you need. It's on. I got it on tape. 
And she said, with that said, my Lord, she said, Sister, I don't know you from Adam from Eve. But what I'm seeing over you, people can wish they never did no wrong to you. She said, first of all, I see volumes of books. Now, this before I even thought I was going to have a publishing company. She said, you have volumes coming out of you. She said, you know how the scriptures say, if Jesus told it all, that the, the world would not be able to hold all that he would like to share? Whoa. That's the second bus that the turn. Okay. I'm about to say, where's my bus? Hold on, y'all. I got to bring my clothes with me today because I see it's going to be a long day at uh, Wally World. So I got to bring my clothes for the night job with me. So that's with the computer and everything. Good morning. Yeah, let's get on to the back. And, um, so, um, she said, yeah. She said, I see volumes. She said, I see volumes of books coming out of you. She said, you, you are so special to God. She said, God will open up heaven for you. She said, I don't know who you are. She, she said, who is this girl? Who is this little lady here? So y'all know me. I'm standing up there weeping now, right? First I'm listening. But then all of a sudden the power of God was so strong. I start weeping and everything. I'm gonna I'm find that tape. It's in the storage. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna play that CD. And so, um, teachers were speaking some prophetic things over me. And, um, so as I was listening to Oprah in the master class, it just brought back some memories, right? And sometimes you guys, you have to like be still and know that God is on your side. Even with the, the, the little pet peeves that people have with you. Even with your flaws. Your imperfections, because none of us perfect. You know, we all know we're not perfect. But with that, God will surround you with people that's going to support you and be there for you. You know, like like my bestie. I know my bestie. I know her mannerism. <laughs> I know how she is. You know, you got this this tall beautiful queen cause she got some height on her right and she gonna, she gonna tell her like it is period but oh don't get her praying in the spirit man she gonna bust heaven she'll bust heaven wide open for you if you need prayer right thing cut off I had a phone call I should um 
put do not disturb because whenever that phone rings, it cuts off the recording. But I think I was talking about um, knowing each other mannerisms, you know. Having somebody that really got your back, that really will. And I, I don't I don't mean take up for wrong. If they killing somebody or robbing a bank. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the lip, you know, little bitty stuff, pep peeve stuff. You know, little bitty stuff. It's a little bit of things that do matter, but you gotta check it both ways. It can't be a one-way street. Cause yeah, a little bit of stuff do matter. You know, and you and you can't appease everybody. But one thing you should be able to do, you should know individuals enough that if a situation happens, you should be able to automatically analyze and say, no, that might have happened, but I already know that that didn't mean no harm. You don't make it seem like this is an outside person doing something to make everybody look bad. Now you don't do that, because you're supposed to know that person. And see, I know my bestie, and even she said, she said, girl, because Tom used to always say, well, why don't y'all don't come over here and say, well, hey, in the beginning, I respect, I was raised up respect. I am not going. <laughs> and you know why I do this too? Because I was a young mother, a young wife, and I'm trying to help people and allow them to come in my house. And when they come in my house, they, they, they get so comfortable to the point where they think that's their house. Everybody should have a place. That's just it. And to confirm how I was brought up, I was listening to, um, who I was just listening to? Man, who is this guy, this minister? He was talking about getting your house in order. Everything should have a place. You just don't let everybody just go everywhere in your house. Even with company. You know? Hi, right, good morning. Everybody should know, okay, this is where you sit. This is where you eat. This is where the bathroom. You know? That's why I like houses with two bathrooms. And one downstairs. Because you ain't coming upstairs using my upstairs bathroom. Oh, no. Even when people invite me to come and do things or whatever... You know what I'm saying? Even with that, I'm not going to desecrate it to the point because I'm at a certain level with some with individuals. I have the right to do something. No, that's not how I was raised. And like she said, um, after the hurricane, they wanted me to come and stay by them. Well, first of all, they have no bus route. So they stay way Lord have mercy. Everybody stay out far. That's why you really do need a car out here in Houston. But if you're going to get to where you got to go, you just do what you got to do with what you have. And that's why a lot of individuals can't believe I don't have a car because I'm always everywhere. <laughs> but the only reason why I can do that, you guys, I plan myself. I plan my schedule. 
I find out where I need to go, how I need to do it. I'm very frugal, you know, so I'm going to budget. I'm just going to do what I have to do to get where I'm at. I'm a, I'm a good planner. All right. And I guess I don't take pity off of nobody because people can do what they want when they want. People can come up with money for what they want when they want it because that's how they are. So I don't take excuses. You, you can't give me an excuse why you can't do something. Because God has conditioned me to the point where I can abase and abound. Abound is better. I've been in an abundance place. And it's real good. Thank you, Jesus. I'm about to head back that way now. Oh, my God. This too is passing. <laughs> Glory to God. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. But until then, I got to keep the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. You got to keep the joy of the Lord. You got to keep it moving. Just because stuff ain't going your way, don't mean it's not a way. You got to make a way. You got to make things happen. It ain't just going to happen for the chosen ones like us. The ones that people don't think that we worthy enough to be in a particular place or go to a particular place or be at a certain level. No, 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 no. The, the, the word of God says that he used the foolish things to confound the wise. See, I remember before I had alphabets behind my name, God gave me authority. You see what I'm saying? Because I think I was sharing that on one of my other tapes, recordings. That when we went to go eat the other day with my with my sis, and she was like, girl, I saw these shoes and I thought about you. Girl, you, you don't wear heels no more. She said, I didn't realize how short you were. I said, yeah, because I'm not in them heels. She said, girl, I remember you always wear. I said, I know. I said, girl, people don't know me. They really think they love me. They're trying to judge me for where I'm at now. But she said, yeah, girl, because shoe, you use a dress from your head to your toes. I said, I know. You know, I, she said, I remember when you was at the mall. I said, I know, y'all. I was the, that's the whole story in itself. I was the office administrator. And then before, um, right before I was diagnosed with cancer, I had got a promotion to be the office marketing administrator. I don't know how they put that together. But anyway, I was already doing what they gave me the title for, but you know, the jobs, the corporate world. They got to watch what kind of titles they give you because they got to pay you according to your title. See, pe- people just don't know. I know about corporate. So being a corporation mindset, man, that's going to flow easy with me. I just didn't want to be in it because I know sooner or later, you keep thinking corporate, the devil going to get into a corporate mindset because that's why God pulled me out of it. You see, you got to watch that. So, I know I was dressed. I had to walk the mall 
a whole I was over the whole New Orleans Center shopping mall connected with the Superdome, which is the Ben um it's the um the New Orleans Center is the Ben Tower. Uh, it's it's Bumfillers Towers. The the Saints owner bought it. It's not Dominion Tower anymore. And then you got the Superdome, which is the Mercedes Benz um, dome now. Well, I was part of all that, you guys. I was the one that connect the vendors and set them all up and connect the Hyatt with the with the events that was at the Superdome. And my children can tell you, we we literally had a um. We literally had was in the suites. Now out here, they boxes though they they corporate boxes are very different because you still like gotta go here get food and everything. Like when we had went to the the Astros and we was able to be on a corporate level. Well, I don't know how that was, but that's not what I thought. I thought we was gonna be up in a window. At the higher part in the rooms where like you know on the game where they have the seats behind the glass that's where me and my children are familiar with that's the skybox that's what I know <laughs> you see what I'm saying so that's corporate you know my children experienced that my children experienced the 50 yard line being next to the stars Watching a basketball game, watching football. We had season. We had people give us season tickets. That's why a lot of people couldn't believe that we was homeless. We ain't had no plate. Nah, girl, that ain't never happened to y'all. Yeah, but look how God took care of us. You'll never know it because God always made us look good. You see what I'm saying? So, I'm just sharing with you all. A lot of things people think they know. They know you. They don't really know you. Because the reaction to certain things will show you, nah, they just know you on a surface level. But they don't know you. And the reaction to certain things let you know they really don't care to get to know you. As long as you do this on this surface stuff, we'll be good. And I got you on this level. But you know what God said? He want us to get each other back from the heart. He want the hearts to connect. You know, it shouldn't be a decision against you and somebody else it should be both you know the saying say if you can't do it for one if you can't do it for all don't do it for one because what you do for one you got to do for all period it can't be no flip flop like you're making pancakes so my girl was teasing me you know she said yeah she said, I saw these shoes. I said, girl, please. How I'm going to look like with heels on running for the dog on Metro? Girl, I'm just trying to make sure I get and do what I got to do. So, at this point in my life right now, and just listening to my messages, I'm still feeding my spirit and uh, in the midst of me getting corrected. Um, I can't even say it's corrected criticism. It's just corrections on other people's levels on how they expect you to act in a certain way at a certain scene, a certain venue. Hey, that's not no problem. Oh, we can do that. But don't do it halfway. If you're declaring something, let's declare it the whole 100%. If you say we're going to be something, let's be it all the way. You see? 
Because, see, when somebody challenged me now to be a certain way, oh, I can do that. Hey, that's right. No problem. But look out because I can do that too. If you want me to be like this, hey, no problem. Hey, this your ball game now. Because I already see I'm not part of that. You can't, you can't allow what God is telling you to do and become because of what somebody else wants you to become or make them look good. Because of their agenda. And it's a good agenda. Everybody has a mission and assignment. And if you're a part of that, you have a part to play in that assignment. That's why you're there. God have you on that job. God have you with that team. God have you on that project because they need you. They may act like they don't need you, but you're a very key, you're a very key person in the midst of that team that is needed. But you have to know who you are. You got to stay true to you. All right? Know that you matter. Know that you're valuable and you're worth you worth it. Like I have a, I had a customer was referred to me, right? Was referred to me because they knew that I was worth it and what they need done, I can help them with it. Now, even though that customer, that new customer didn't know me from Adam and Eve, they going about what they heard from somebody else. So see, that person had my back. They know me, right? They knew that I could get the work done. I can get it done efficiently, I can get it done legally, and I can get what you need. So that's why they came to me. However, they still had their little thing. You know, well, can you just do this here? Then let me know. I said, no. How much you going to cost? I said, well, it's going to cost this, but because of somebody referred you, I'm just going to take this price off, and this is how much it is, and I need my money up front. Oh, well, can you just... Can you just give me an estimate right now and then I can come back? Nope. I said, I can tell you right now what you're looking at. I said, but some other things can be done, but then that's me. I'm doing the work. I'm not going to keep doing the work, right? And people don't pay me. And then they'll take that, what I gave them, free service, and they'll go somewhere else. And that's what's been happening to Dr. D. And I ain't been getting paid. And, um, and I was serious about that. I said, and so they was like, okay, well, I'll get back with you. Yeah, I, I thought so. I'm putting value on my service. I'm putting value on because I know I'm going to give you more than what you came for. I value what I do. I do perfect work in a more perfect way, so I deserve perfect pay. That's just it. And this season and on, going forward, that's how it's going to be. People going to pay me. And guess what? He didn't have a problem. He went right there, got the money, came back, and don't y'all know, he didn't even notice it. He probably knew it after the fact once he downloaded my app and hit my, 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 my episodes. <laughs> I had started on his project. His thing was done when he came back. I just had to tweak it some more because he had to send me some more information. And the information that he had sent me, it allowed me to um, be more effective than what he needed done. But all the basic stuff, it was done. I'm not going to play around with your stuff. But pay me. So, you guys, I got to head on here. I done made it to Walmart. I want to go get me some coffee and stuff. And um, because I know as soon as I walk up in here, man, I know it'll be late. I have to drop off, so I have to do the day. And she told me, don't matter how long, get them all done. I got to get them all done today. 
And so uh, I, that's why I brought my clothes for the night job. And I'm going to have to leave straight from here to go to uh, the night job. And it is what it is. That's why I guess God had me to get my rest yesterday. Um, so I just want to close that out, share that with you guys. And uh, just to encourage, encourage you all that you matter. God has your back. And yeah, he's going to have somebody in your corner. You have that one person that's in your corner. You you have that person that you can talk to. And yeah, they may tell you, you know what, you probably was a little loud with that though. Or, you know, yeah, you could have toned that down. And then you say, yeah, you know what, I could have. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, as long as your heart is open to 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 rectify it. And see, even with my rectification, people don't like to get it correct all the way. Because the situation happened to me where I was told that everybody was offended. Okay, so since everybody was offended at what I did, which I'm still trying to figure out what it was the Holy Spirit had shown me about taking the pictures, but that shouldn't have embarrassed nobody. And I really was trying to stay up. That's why I kept moving around. Man, I was tired. Don't you know? Y'all see, I'm leaving from one job to the next job on the bus. And I'm pressing my way to, to be a part of something. And 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 so I got to keep moving. You already know I got to keep moving. Because once I sit down, if Dr. D sit down, I'm out. I'm asleep. So I got to keep moving. Yeah, so I'm all over the place. But I don't remember making a scene. I was told I was making a scene. Wow. Okay. So with that, you know, it's 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 all right. It's all right because I'm ready to make it right. Well, I say, well, you know what? I take the fall, even though I'm scratching my head that I uh, I still don't remember that. But uh, hey, I'm gonna let it roll. Hey, that's that's what happened. I repent. I apologize. I say, look, even to the point. The way I'm at in my life right now, I'll go before whoever you want me to go before and apologize to everybody. You know what I was told? Nah, we just going to keep this right here. It don't have to go no further. Er, wait a minute. Now, see, that's why I went to God. Because then I'm like, okay, now, if you say everybody was uncomfortable and I made people feel a certain way, let me apologize in front of everybody so they can know things are rectified. Now you're making me feel like you're trying to single me out or try to make me look like a bad guy. See, that's what I had to have a talk with God about. I said, something right with that daddy. Now that's, what I, that's why I went back and evaluated the conversation. Then I went back and I wanted to get the video so I can see what was said because an announcement was made but a date was never given. Not around me, it wasn't. And then he had me to look. Wait a minute. They together three times a week. I'm only there on one time. That's on a Sunday. And then sometimes I come in late because I'm coming from work. So wouldn't you think and say, wait a minute. You know what? She probably didn't. It didn't matter if I was in a mess. I learned another thing when I was growing up. Something else. Um, Oprah went for I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, I don't want to leave a cliffhanger. Oprah had mentioned something about... Um, Respect. And she was saying how she was taught when you see grown folks. She said, when you see grown folks talking, you walk away. 
If they ain't talking to you, you walk away. Well, I was told that you didn't see me talking to such and such, and I mentioned it again. I said, no, I didn't because I walked away. That was y'all conversation. Whoa, you see that? So, man, I, I'm, I'm just like chunking up everything and a lot of things that I'm seeing where I have to laugh at. Why? Because it's not with the enemy using different scenarios to pick on me and trying to um, get me off course and try to steal my joy. That's not never going to happen. I'm going to always maintain my joy. I'm going to always maintain what the Father has given me. And I'm going to always try to strive to reach out to others to make sure you matter, I care about you, you're valuable. But one thing I can't maintain, I can't maintain how people react to me. I am who I am, right? I am who I am, I'm gonna be who I am. And that's just how it is. And so, we, we're gonna continue this later, and then I'll get back with you guys. And um, I'll give y'all a shout out probably on my lunch break, okay? I love you guys. This is Dr. David the Boom Factor. We got 23 more days, you guys. Don't forget, go vote, vote, vote on the Rhythm of Gospel Awards. Check out the feed. Get the instructions. If you're new listening to the podcast, let's do that, okay? And I will sh- chat with y'all later. God bless. All right. Peace. What's up, you guys? I am um, here trying to complete returns on drop-offs. And as always, you got trying to complete drop-offs. And I got to keep stopping for (laughs) stop-offs. You know, and people don't understand. Like I told this lady just now, I said, well, are you going to file your return? Well, I just want to try to figure out, I'm going to go here, I'm going to say, so I'm going to tell you right now. Wherever you go, the laws, the system should be the same. If you feel you're going to get more, more power to you, but I'm going to tell you right now, um, I don't know how that's be because I'm doing an estimate, and it is what it is. Uh, uh-huh. So I gotta, I gotta let, I gotta let this person know. You cannot go to another software and use another calculation. That's what it is. So that's why I missed my area manager coming over here because she thinking we using somebody else's. I'm gonna take a picture of it right now, and it's not us. You see it? You see it? This is just, this is exactly. See, this is proving my point. This is exactly what I'm saying. People think they know you, but they don't know you. And the very person that you, like, highlighting is really the one that you should be watching. Now, this young lady just left here. She's gone to another store. We're not supposed to use nobody else's software on our screen. And I always, and I asked um, one of my other preparers, I said, did you go... Did you use this software on here? And she said no. 
Well, I'm gonna take a picture of it right now. So you can see this is wasn't us. Cause I see we're an area manager that came over here, right? The area manager that came over here and probably trying to check our system to see who is using this other um, thing. So I'm going to call and let them know please only use Jackson Hewitt calculator or use your own calculator. Don't use no other software on this computer. Hey! Which papers? Oh, the, oh, the feed it in? Because I'm about to say, is your refund done? Yeah. I'm just coming to give you a hug. Think I'm going to have to be ready for the shutdown? Oh, you know, you're going to always be ready for the shutdown. You, know, you ain't worried about the shutdown. I'm talking about, I'll be like, I got my money for the shutdown. Well, it's only released on the 15th. Whatever the shutdown is on the 15th. I know. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yeah. So. so you, did you get an uh, advance? Did it get yeah, advance? Yeah. Okay. I had time with it. I had to go to an ATM machine. Yeah, you. Don't tell me you went inside the bank. Yeah. No, I told you I not to. You forgot. ATM machine. Yeah. Sure. I, I got you got it. it? All right. Okay. Much love. Excuse me, y'all. One of my favorite customers. That's the one that take care of Dr. D. She always feed me. That's like my, my mama. She could be my mama. Yep. Now I know who's using the software, which I already knew it, but it just confirmed it. So let me call her right now, let her know. Oh, that's a big no-no. Yeah, because I see, I've seen uh, our air manager on. She didn't been over here, so I know she's looking. They talking about uh, rejects. One more issue. Oh, they didn't respond to that. Uh, what is this about? Oh, that's not me. Wait, anyway, I'm trying to see what I was talking about, y'all. <laughs> oh Lord, that kind of caught me when I saw that. I'm like, oh, why is this song here? Now I know who did it, which I know who was doing it. Well, I had to take a picture so they can see it. Because they're thinking we're doing it. Nope, we know better. That's why other people coming out of a store. See, that's dangerous. And then you should know. See, it all goes back to what I was talking about earlier. You're supposed to know your folks. You should, you should know. And you know why I'm a stickler with certain stuff, you guys? Even in our little minor mistakes or whatever. 
I'm looking at like to say you reap what you sow. That's in everything. I'm trying to build a corporation. I'm trying to build a business of my own. So for me to have my business to flow the way I want it to grow, I have to sow into the atmosphere where I'm at. So if I want, if I don't want a certain thing to happen in my business, I'm not gonna do it here. You see. I am very, very aware of policies and procedures because I don't want certain things to happen in my business. So I find it very, very interesting how people can just do things. But like me and my daughter was talking, people don't understand the spirit world and how everything is revolves around itself. It's it's always a 360. It always come back. Alright, I need her social. So So I'm not just gonna be just doing stuff. Uh-uh nah. Did it print? Yeah, that's what I need. I'm just not gonna be doing stuff half you know, half backwards. No, because I want this to sow positively in my business. So I think we've been talking about how you matter in life and your mannerism and um, how you're supposed to catch each other back. And I mean all the way, not just on the surface. Um, um, like, like a good example. I got another example. Now, I have not been in fellowship with this pastor in almost 12, almost 20 years or whatever, right? He was a professor. I have, I have the recording. He's, he's the professor. He's a professor at the college that I went to, school of ministry. He also is is aware of my condition that occurred with my ex all right so he he kind of know, know and this is what he said he said no he said i i know what i seen and i know what i heard but i know your spirit and that's why i had to talk to you you see that's that's what i'm saying now Let's clarify this statement since, since, and I'm learning it too. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I am learning this statement. That's why I tell people, be yourself. Be yourself. See, I'm myself. If I was myself in the beginning, you know my mannerism. You know, I mean, I, I just share things with people. I'd be myself. My character, my mannerism, how I respond. You should already know how I am, right? Matter of fact, I even ask a certain person, you show, sure? you want me to be a part of this because hey, this is me, you know my and and I was told nah, I, I, I like diverse, I like different. No matter of fact, I love uh, I love your authenticity, never change. Listen, never change. Don't worry, I got you. You you never have to worry about me hurting you. We in this together. Matter of fact. I thought we was in something so much together that 
Now I feel like I'm in a I'm on a need to know basics. You see? But I'm good. I'm good with that, right? So I'm bringing this subject up with individuals because uh, I'm true to myself. So yeah, when a person show you who they are, believe them. I showed you who I am. This is me. My my mannerism. I'm going. I'm going to answer back. I'm, I'm going to try to figure out what's going on. If somebody come to me crossways, I'm going to listen. And I'm like, nah, that's not how that was. You know. If the Lord tell me, look, don't even worry about it. Just let it ride. Well, hey, I'm going to let it ride. So I believe in the beginning of the relationship, the beginning of the business relationship, whatever it is, you guys, be true. Be true in the beginning because, yeah, you are showing them who you really are. With Dr. D, this is me. I've shown you who I really am. Now, with that said, you guys, if somebody else have an issue with me, when well, then they got an issue. And that's not my issue. They have an issue with me. Alright? Now, you're supposed to know me. I know my best friend. I don't care what somebody say or do. I know, I know my best friend. If she was out of character or whatever, I already know. Well, you know what? What did you say or do? Because I know her. And she, she's not going to respond... She's not going to respond in a certain way unless something else was happening. And she's going to say, wait a minute, that's not what it is. She's going to stop it right there. She ain't got time to be waiting, going in a meeting, pull her on the side. I already know her. She's going to put that in check right there. That's her character. That's her. Y'all see where I'm going? And then give the person the opportunity to clarify right don't just take one side you supposed to know of that person that's what I mean by catching somebody back that's what I mean about defending that person and me and my me and my um bestie we've been friends for 30 years and we yeah we didn't had our back and forth but guess what she know of me and I know of her and she know if I really get like like last year, she would laugh and she say, "Girl, I would listen to your your messages." She said, "Who you was about to go and tell up the flow with?" And we just started laughing, and um, she said, "Girl, they just don't know." Okay, she wants us to go in our bank. She said, "Do they really know?" I said, "Nah, they really don't know. They thought they know, but they really don't know." Um, that's all I'm going to be able to do for this one right here because you got to pay taxes. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You fall into a certain tax rate, y'all. Okay, so we're going to do a direct deposit. I don't know, she. Yeah. Direct deposit, American Express call for that, and give a little insurance. So maybe that's the best I can do. 
Yes, I can do mamacita. Yep, y'all. So, yeah. When a person show you who they really are, yeah, you're supposed to believe them. You're supposed to believe them. Well, how have that, that person been showing you? That, been, that person been showing you who you are and you accepted it. See, now I'm understanding something. I'm understanding something while I'm talking. See, that's where the difference come in at. And I'm good with it. Because I'm loving it. Because I know what daddy's doing. And I appreciate it to the highest. So he just keep me on my toes, y'all. That's all. He just keep Dr. D on her toes. Alright, so we're going to put that like that. Okay, so I need to change that because something ain't right. So I was talking about the uh, former pastor. I was supposed to do this event last year. Remember you guys? And um, some things got screwed up the time of day, but I was promoting this event that wasn't even my event. Everything was confirmed. However, I an individual tried to make it seem like um, I didn't, you know, I didn't follow through. So because I didn't follow through, Aunt Niece, Mother, Aunt, it's what they have, uh, parent on here. No, that's the parent. So where is that's the mother. So why is not let me do it? It's not an in-law, it's the mother. It is three. Yeah, so, um, he, and he did say, he said, um, he said, yeah, I just knew of this person for two, two years, but I know your spirit. See, that's what blessed me. Hi. He said, I know your spirit, so that's why I needed to talk to you myself. I was like, whoa. And because he knew my spirit, what was happening, what was being said and done, he couldn't receive it. Something else had to be going on. And kind of finally, it just was a miscommunication thing. And, um, and because that, that person was following what he was telling his people... And because he knew my spirit, he wanted to make sure that I was okay. And he was explaining. And he took the responsibility. And now it's, he made it right. Uh, qualifying. Is uh, qualifying. No. See, it's just going to give. 
and it's supposed to be able to give a dependent credit. Maybe because she didn't make enough money, I don't know, but it's not let me, it's not giving her that credit, so let me get out of here then, I'm done. I'm done. So that's what I'm saying, when when somebody got you and defend you, now, I think of one of the fees, I said I never had nobody to stand up and defend me, besides my ex-husband, no, I gotta take that back. Because um, that pastor stood up and defended me. I have uh, I have some pastors that stuck stuck up and defended me. So I gotta I gotta recall that statement. I have have individuals stand up and defend me. Um, and not defending me in wrong, not defending me in mess. Let's clarify that. But they demonstrated that whatever had happened. They had my back literally. You know, I had uh, another pastor literally came and helped me and my children move and went to uh, a particular place or whatever. That was several years ago. That defended me. You see, so. Just diagnosed with a new arm, so sorry. What do you think? I didn't put any dependence this year. Either. I don't know why she's saying that. Um, she get back
kill out this time. A lot of my customers, I they have my business cell phone, and so we communicate a lot, you guys, by text, or they'll shoot me an email, and so that's how I can work fast with certain stuff. And so with that said, I just had a customer that I'm like, they dropped off, and um, they're asking a particular question, and so I'm like, I thought we had settled this. Well, it looked like she was asking me something else, so that's what I was doing just now. But I just wanted to go through that. It just came to me because a customer had just was um, talking about something, and <laughs> y'all know me, things stir up stuff in me when I'm already on the subject. When I'm on, it's like when I'm on the subject, you guys. A situation created. It's like a situation come about. To confirm exactly what I'm saying or it brings to light a certain thing. And so that makes, it triggers me to talk about things. That's how I get to get my subjects here. And then it's so ironic that I, I will have just come through it myself. I have experienced it. So it, it caused me to relate. <laughs> you know, it caused me to relate to it. And so, um... That's how I started talking about that because of the, what the customer had just did and came in here and I was already in that vein this morning, right? So um, that's all, that, that's how we communicating. And I, and I just wanna clarify that because I, I haven't changed. I, I've shown you who I was, you know? So I'm, I'm talking about especially, with new people coming in your life, oh yeah, I'm gonna, it's gonna happen. Yes. Yeah. Um. Did she say the same bank account? Yeah, she said everything the same. That's why I'm myself. I don't, I don't perpetrate, you guys. Y'all see that? Got the deal to perpetrate. What you see is what you get. I'm I'm literally showing you who I am. I've 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 demonstrated, talked about, shared, cried, boo-hoo, snot, slob, everything. This is me. I'm just all out in the open. Don't care. <laughs> you know? So I have shown you who I was. It's I mean, and people say, Oh, I accept you until other people come around. 
that's where the problem come in. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to um, suck up to nobody for nothing. Because at the end of the day, God is my source. And just like people lift you up and they think that they have control of you because of A, B, C, D, F, G, you got to be a certain way. No, sorry. All my strength, all my hope, my source is the Lord, period. And if people can't accept me the way I am, there's nothing else I can do. I'm not going to perpetrate before nobody. But I'm not out here purposely trying to hurt nobody. I'm not out here purposely trying to do no harm to nobody. I love, my heart is so open to people. I'm going to love you even when I know you don't like me. I'm going to love you anyway. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to be there for you. But guess what? I'm not running after nobody. If I'm trying to embrace you and you running the other way, Oh, no, I'm not running after you, baby. Trust me. You can have that. Now, if I'm getting put in check because of that, well, yeah, that's that's serious. So we got to really evaluate some stuff. Because, see, I go back and evaluate things. You know, I would evaluate the whole picture, the whole scenario. And so if you, you have built a rapport with somebody, you're supposed to know of them. You say you know them, you're supposed to know of them, period. That self-employment tax gonna eat eat them up. I be telling people y'all be want to um, put self-employment. Self self-employment gotta um. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold this for her. Put this back on hold. See what she say. And yeah, she don't wanna lose her insurance. I told her, said, take a picture. She didn't type this. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so we're going to put this back on and see what she say. Uh, I don't want to have to take assurance away. So we're going to save it, put it on hold. Um, customer concerned about uh, Medicare and waiting on a month. Yeah, because you got to have a certain amount of money for that marketplace. Y'all, I'm telling you, I don't like that marketplace. Y'all know y'all don't need that for this year forward. It's not a penalty, okay? So I just want to throw that out there. If anybody know that. Alright, this is the last year forward. Look on your W-2. A lot of people don't even understand they got insurance. Look on that W-2. And in box 12, if you have a double D, D means you have health insurance, all right? So I'm telling the world in the United States, whoever is listening to me and you're doing your tax return and you say, oh, I don't have no insurance, but you have two double Ds on your W-2s in box uh, 12, you have health insurance, okay? So I'm going to get off of this little rant. To explain that term when some when when 
when some when someone show you who they really are, believe them. Yeah, you're supposed to. That's why I don't perpetrate. This me. This is me in the beginning. This is me at the end. This is being to Jesus come back and get us again. What's up? What's up? I'm right. I'm right. But I do know how to. Um, be a certain way in a certain venue or whatever. I can abase and abound. I can, I, I, I know, like Paul say, I can be all things to all men. Just put it like that. Uh, this is a tax year. And put this back on hold. Alright, you guys. Dr. D, I'm out. I'm going to check with y'all later. I just want to say hi and clarify something. Okay, later. Well, what's up, y'all? I made it to the graveyard shift. Down ahead, y'all with me. Part of the day. I'm get myself situated. I mean, that was a change out there. Lord. Nice and warm this morning, and nice. Feel like a deep freezer. Man. All right. I kind of caught up, so I got one, two, two more to do. No, three more to do. Three more drop-offs to do. And I'll be caught up. I guess I'll try to be caught up. So I made it to the night job. Boom, fact, the family, y'all saved a life today. A young lady, she said she was coming to do her taxes. She got all her stuff in order. And she was gonna go home and kill herself. Wow. People, you just don't know where a person be. You never know where that person is in a breaking point. You know what I'm saying? The little stuff we take and we think is so important. Man, that stuff not important, man. She was coming to do her taxes so she can go home and kill herself. She was going to quit. Check out of here. And guess why? She said nobody don't take time out to listen. She said, Miss Danielle, you, you the first person to ever listen, sit down and let me talk. You spoke. You let me speak. You didn't interrupt me. You paid attention to me. You wasn't trying to do nothing else. You sit there and listen to me. I said, yeah, child, until um, your time was up almost 30 minutes. I had to make me some money. 
Alright, we're laughing though, you know. Wow. And really, she was just expressing herself on how people cut her off. They make her feel like she part of something and then they talk to her like she don't matter. I say no, I say no, 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 no. You, everybody matter. I say no matter what, everybody matters. I say you have an important role to play in this earth. And for you to come and sit down in my boot at this Walmart, at this time, God has something very, very powerful for you to do. So, boom, factor, hats off to you. By you taking time listening to me, I can sow that back into the world and listen to other folks. Not be so quick to cut them off. Not be so quick to judge them. Not be so quick to try to put them in our little mode. But just let them express themselves. And now... God could be pleased because another life was saved. The devil couldn't take her life. And guess what? She said, she say, I got filled with the Spirit of God. Now I got to find out what to do with it. So I invited her to our church. You know. And matter of fact, I got to look because I, I was supposed to send her to the website. A couple of people came in the other day talking. But it goes back to what I was sharing earlier this morning. You see how the Father just prepare you, you know? You know, I had just bought me some nice ink pens, y'all. Nah, I can't find not one of them. I know I gave one to um, one of my customers. They were like, oh, I like this pen. Man. And every last one of them pens are gone. My Lord. Because I don't like to be right with no dog pens. And a nice little felt tip to it. Unbelievable. So y'all take time to listen to people. You don't know what a person going through. Time won't do it.
boy when it's a great hair. trying to explain to me but I was I was still thinking about the old way but I understand I understand I ain't meant to want to give you a hard time I said sweetheart you ain't giving me a hard time cause I already know what's up my thing is uh, you gonna pay attention and listen I said that's when my, my thing is I have customers coming here every day I was saying they complaining about this and complaining about that. And I tell them, what is the White House doing for you right now? I mean, per se, to the point where um, somebody coming down and, and just catch your back. Absolutely nobody. So with that said, why we getting to this little funk that we gotta connect with everybody that's being friends with everybody people that don't mean you no good people that's shysters and all kind of stuff be plotting against you man you gotta watch that Sleepy. It took my couch out of here. Shoot.
sleeves. Hey you guys, I just finished doing my patrol, so I cut off my computer, and it is approximately 1.59 a.m. in the morning, so good morning to you guys, um, those that are on the other side of the map, good morning to you all, it's probably about 6 or 7 a.m., I know it's about that time in Africa, Australia, and Alaska. I think y'all like maybe 5 a.m., something like that. But as you see, I've been on this feed talking about uh, how you matter and uh, how to be authentic and transparent in the beginning of meeting people you know don't have a facade one way and then you're doing something the next but be yourself in the beginning show them who you are you know um i always quote that and i'm gonna still quote that and i live by that because that's what i do i mean you're gonna know who i am I, and that's why a lot of individuals um, a lot of people second guess me. A lot of people really don't know me, and I already know a lot of people don't like me. Which I'm to this point, it that don't phase me. I really don't care. I honestly, I don't care. Cause at the end of the day, I always say this: Are you paying my bills? You see what I'm saying? So why should I? Why should I be concerned if somebody like me or not? Cause at the end of the day, I have to get up and go to work and do what I have to do to take care of me, Doctor D. Okay. And so you all out there have to get this mindset to love yourself to the point that hey. How not to care when people don't like you. Now I'm looking at. Uh, I was looking. I was checking something out. On the website. And y'all got excuse me for yawning. But I've been up since yesterday. Okay. And I have. I ran dozed off. And so. When did my rounds. I need to go walk back out here. And let this air hit me in my face <laughs> but um so I'm going to um oh lord I didn't want to do that I just had the article you guys I had an article up here 
and it was let me see if I can find it yeah here you go the article is titled it's so ironic that we're talking about this and see and that's another thing um algorithms the algorithms that's that's within the tags of these websites and social media they pick up they they have ears to hear now i've been talking about this all day long yesterday you know how you matter you are valuable uh, people don't like you and you being singled out you know and watched and now you're under surveillance and i mean wow when i've shown you who i am from the beginning from the beginning i don't have no hidden agenda even when i'm tired when i'm tired don't come asking me no crazy question because i'm gonna look at you and i'm gonna answer you so if i answer you to the point that you're offended and I believe even another situation, I'm thinking about something right now, and I honestly can say that 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 did not come out the way it was brought to me. Um because the more I'm talking about it, it look like the more the Holy Spirit is opening up a situation. Cause I evaluate stuff. So anyway, people, how not to care when people don't like you? You, 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 we, we had to deal with this when we was in elementary school, middle school, high school. I'm going on 54 years old. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for this. Right? So it has this article. <laughs> It said, uh, and it's me once again. It's by, it's been written by Rebecca Fishbin Beyond Fish Beyond from the Life Hacker online magazine through NBC. And, um, it starts off and say, when I was in high school. I found out that my friends that I hung out with really didn't like me. One of the girls in my group told me I wasn't invited to her birthday party because everyone thought that I was annoying. I was unbecoming. Which, to be honest, at 15, I probably was. And for months, I felt astronaut. It took some time for me to worm my way back into the group. But until then, I was devastated. And I swore I would spend the rest of my life being likable. But, as David Foster Wallace wrote, out of the infinite gesture, sorry again. Certainly persons simply will not like you no matter what you do and no matter how you make yourself likable 
you think you are, you are not going to win over every person you meet. People out there in radio land, it's just not going to happen. No matter what you try to do, how you do it, what you say, they like you, they like you, they don't, they don't. And that's just the bottom line. You got to come to grips and understand yourself. You have to love yourself. Love thy neighbor as thy love thyself. You cannot love somebody else if you don't love yourself. You can't like somebody else if you don't like yourself. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, Dr. D, I like you. You got it going on, girl. Yeah, you might have to fix your hair on that side. But overall, you're a pretty cool chick. See, I have to talk to myself. I have to let those words marinate in me. Because if I allow people to come to me and tell me about who don't like me and do I like them and, you know, it's like I'll be a lost cause all over again. You see what I'm saying? And so this article is telling us, remember that it is impossible to please anyone. Chloe Botheridge a hypotherapist and anxiety expert tells us that you have to have your own unique personality, which means some people will love you and adore you, while others may not. Of course, while this concept is so easy to understand on its face, it's difficult to keep up a perspective in check when you find yourself always trying to win everyone over. Example, many have been invited to happy hour with co-workers or getting getting a non-committable response from your potential colleagues or new friends or you even overhear your roommates bad-mouthing you. It's called rejection. And rejection is painful in any form, whether it be social or romantic. It is a big ego blow to get bumped from the inner circle. Lord, I felt like that last week. But hey, it's all good. It's all good. Because whatever the enemy threw my way, I'm a duck. If I gotta catch it, I'ma catch it, take it, and throw it back. How about that? Before you freak out, keep in mind that it's not just normal to be occasionally disliked, but in fact it is healthy to be disliked. To be disliked or confronted about Liking, being like, that rejection is a way to show you that you're still alive, you're still thriving, and there's out, look, this is what I like, there's somebody out there that want to be like you. Whoa. So, 
Remember we were talking about how Oprah teaches is like she built her she built her awareness around teaching about everything that she does because of one thing. She was rejected. Her mama rejected her, so she lived by with her grandmother. Her grandmother, uh, where she was raised by her grandmother, and her mother came and took her back and moved her up to Chicago. And then because she found out she had another sister, the sister was light and she was dark, she had to sleep outside. What in the world? How can you put your child outside because her skin is darker than the other daughter? But come to find out, the mom was living with white folks. And only light-skinned folks, I mean, only light-skinned color people was able to come in the house. So she had to go and sleep outside. Man, I would have took my children and say deuces. But back then, that's just how it was. And then even with the dad, she was just sharing some things. I was like, oh, my God. So her whole childhood all the way up to adulthood she had been rejected she had been ostracized she had been set out of the inner circle where people she thought that she mattered to them but they demonstrated that she didn't matter and so now her whole mission is no matter what she does is to make people feel they matter. Well, I kind of conf- I kind of fit in that same role. Cuz as I explained earlier, we saved a life today. Matter of fact, might have saved a whole bunch of lives today because there is a they had a the the little dude, the little the last dude with his family. They was talking. I had an awesome young lady. She was talking. I had invited her to fellowship at our church. Then I had this other lady that sat there and, and spoke. I mean, she 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 literally said she got her papers in order. She wanted to file her last. She wanted to file her last tax return, y'all. And she was going home and kill herself. Oh, it gave me the chills just thinking about it. But because. I sat there, and it wasn't me, because I was tired, and I was thinking about, you know, all those tax returns that sitting in that drawer on hold, you know what I'm saying, and hold, H-O-L-D, I ain't say hold, I say hold, okay, because one time a customer heard me, he said, what, you had what on the what, so I had to explain it to him, and then my accent, you know, a lot of people get thrown off, so. It's H-O-L-D, hold, all right? And so I'm thinking about all that and tired and looking at my lunch time and I'm thinking about the the owner sending an email out complaining about we ain't taking our lunch. She, she gonna take our lunch and so you got all this other stuff going on with you. And then you gotta make time to sit there and listen to somebody else. Now mind you, not only that I have to do the customers 
that literally do their tax return. I talk to at least about four or five customers throughout the day in between me doing customers, just explaining the tax return process. So that's draining. It's a mental drain, right? So now it's, it's for me to have this article before me, I'm feeling really good about myself. It says, before you freak out, keep in mind that it's not just a normal behavior. It's not just a occasionally dislike, but in fact, it is healthy. Rejection is a way to suss out who's compatible with you and who's not. Uh, is getting romantically dumped by someone leaves you open to finding a better suited partner getting acts from a social social group opens up and gives you space to find out folks that really are more your speed or more compatible to your personality I love it this type of behavior, well, it didn't say really behavior. Oh, well, it says behavior. Well, I skipped it. It says, it's this type of empowerment not only brings on fear of being disliked, but not that you should run around violating so- social norms because you're not invited, but when you're not wasting energy molding yourself to become a personality to someone who's will never accept you anyway whoa you see what i'm saying so overall reading this article speaking on certain things today listening to the master class yesterday what i'm gathering out of all of this It's two things. I'm sure it's more than that. But it's two things that I'm gathering out of this. First of all, the person that feels that somebody don't like you or you don't like them, it shows that when you read further down, they say normally that person want to be like you. So they really expose how they really feel about you. They want to be like you. And so, since they know they can't be like you, they have to create this simulation. Remember I was talking about simulation? They have to create this simulation to single you out. You know, because I see it. Well, I saw it, but I see it. I, I, I checked out. Remember in the beginning of this year, what I say, observe and report. So just because Dr. D don't say nothing, don't mean I don't see nothing, all right? Because everything always have its way to play itself out, period. That's why I tell people, be true to yourself. Be authentic. Let them see who you are so they can know who you are. Don't be hypocritical. Don't try to be something you're not. 
I call them perpetrators. I'm not a perpetrator. Like the song say, what you see, what you see is what you get. I, I can't do nothing else. No, I can follow protocol. And see, they don't like when I do that because, see, when I follow protocol, I follow protocol. And so, matter of fact, um, they sent out another email on something. And so I'll say, huh? Oh, you know, you be going, er? Wait a minute. You just said on this email, ABCDFG. And now you're saying ABCDFG, no scratch G, and go HIJ. We're going to skip over G. You can't skip over the alphabets. That's not going to work. Right? So, it also say, it, it, it sucks to feel dislike. It sucks to feel unwanted. It sucks to feel it sucks to be put in a place where you thought you once were. But it's okay to feel that pain. It say historically, it was essential for our own survival. It was, it's a biological response to be rejected. Why? Because our creator was rejected. Jesus was rejected. He is, if you think about it, his very own ministry was a ministry of rejection. Everywhere he went to the Sanhedrin Council, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they rejected him. He went to the very people that he thought that would understand what was happening to him as a young boy. They rejected him because they couldn't get past his authenticity. They couldn't get past the point where, hey, that's Joseph's son. He ain't number the carpenter. So how he can walk around talking about he's the Messiah? Don't we listen to what he's saying? They ain't number Joseph's son. Yeah, yeah, you y'all see when I'm how God put this thing together? Excuse me. As humans, we have a track record. in a desire to be wanted, to be acceptable. And we really don't want pain. Let me scroll this down. I don't like pain either. Excuse me. But when I need to go get that shot, I suck it up. When I need to get that blood drawn, I suck it up. And now I'm to the point, okay, here you go. <laughs> Stick it right there. Look at it. It's, it's calling for you. <laughs> and the nurses just be tickled. I mean, they be tickled. They say, oh, you got some good veins. I say, yeah, it's screaming for that needle. Come on, stick it to me. And say, oh, you, you comical too. That's what they tell me. 
So people, don't 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 don't. Please, do not get stuck in this mood. I'm gonna have to close my eyes sooner or later, y'all. This ain't gonna work. And then as soon as I leave here in the morning, for 7, I'm gonna go to the office, change my clothes, I'm gonna lay down till it's time for me to get up. Which, that's gonna go fast. Maybe not. We're gonna believe God for the best on that one. It says, uh, the next step part, it says, uh, most, most individuals experience the dump, they call it, they say the dump feeling. You probably try to win back the person that dumped you, or in a, in other words, the rejecter. Not because necessarily you want them to like you, but you just don't like the feeling of being disliked. Grover says, it's let me get to know you, let me get you to like me so I can feel better about myself. He says, last but not least, you likely will feel like you are a failure and this is the beginning of a person not understanding no, it says this is the beginning of not understanding who you are, but allowing someone else to tell you who you are. Whoa. See, we got to watch that. These are very, very prominent early feelings that individuals experience even as a young child. And if we don't understand the feelings and get to know who we really are by having people around us with the same like same like same like what hold on oh I gotta scroll it down these are the very these are the very, very permanent early feelings. And if we do not allow the same likeness to be around to introduce a more positive influence, we will grow up from elementary, high school, 
middle school with this stigma attached to us to always want to please the next person and not understanding how you should please yourself. Wow. I'm telling y'all, that's for real. That's for real. Once you get caught up in that feeling, you have begun a spiral of struggling the rest of your life, chasing people who really will never like you from the beginning. See that? No matter what you try to do, they ain't going to like you. They have expressed that. So why are we going around in life running at people, running after folks, running after groups and, 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 and colleagues and just trying to make ourselves to this as an individual to be likable? As it said uh, earlier in the, in the article, they will never like you because, first of all, they want to be like you. So because they want to be like you, they're going to create some kind of, they're going to create something so you can stand out. So now people have, you know what, by me talking, I'm seeing a whole nother scenario here. Mm. Wow, I'm seeing something now. I, I never would think of something like this. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, it got more. Look, it said, no, Dad, it's not your fault. This type of rejection is literally personal. <gasps> what you say? Oh, my goodness. Did I mention that earlier today? Did not say or share that maybe it was yesterday? that in the beginning I'm transparent I showed you who I were in the beginning straight from the beginning straight from the beginning straight from the beginning you know my personality you know my mannerism you know I'm gonna put somebody in check I don't care who you are I'm gonna put you in check if something happened and you know what I'm saying hey wow then it says, um, but we all act out of our own insecurities and unique experiences for the most part because we really don't take time out to know ourselves. And because we don't know ourselves, we automatically measure other individuals into this mutual compatibility to match our own achievements. Oh my God, this is serious now. Look, I'm sitting up on this one. So it's not really your fault if a person don't like you. In so many words, they are striving. Nah, that's my word. They are 
They are creating a situation where everyone will be in their mode. They, they are creating their world. They want everyone to be compatible to them and where they're staying. Now, if you really sit down and think about it, where's the freedom in that? I'm thinking about something else now. Somebody keep using a certain word. Okay, yeah, I understand that. But guess what? Everybody everybody ain't going to fall into that mode. So now what you're saying, if you're not going to fall into that mode, because see, this is where I want to be, and I want everybody else to see me in this mode, and I don't want nothing or no one to hinder. Now, you already know my, you already know about me. But as it says, we all act out of our own insecurities and unique experiences. And for the most part, being disliked is a measure of a mutual compatibility to conform or get, or wait, it says measure of mutual compatibility to be like me or to be like the person who said it didn't like you. So it's a conformality that's going on. Yeah. God said, be ye transformed. Be ye transformed to what? Be ye transformed to him. Well, if you're in him, what is, how are you supposed to be in God? You're supposed to be free. Even Paul said, who be with you? To return back to bondage. And for me, returning back to bondage is allowing someone to try to conform me into their way, to their mode, to be like a certain way. Mm-mm. Wow. We all have preferences. In many terms of personalities. And that's not to say that your personality is bad. It's different from mine. And I prefer to hang around people who are similar to me. This uh, spoken by Jennifer Vortling. Sometimes people who dislike you don't like certain facets of your personality your emotions. Sometimes they just don't want. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, let's scroll it up. Sometimes you just don't offer them enough social capital to be worth their time. Because we are very social species, many people have a dominant hierarchy, hierarchy, a hierarchy expectation and that's the people who they want around if someone don't like you because you don't fit the dominant hierarchy they will begin to single you out and and begin to point out situations that may hinder their preference in a dominant hierarchy position You know, like them children were saying, oh, whoa, I'm going to tell daddy. 
Oh, look what's happening. Most of the time, social situations exposes the true heart of a person pertaining to other people that surround the, the that surround the social climate. People make specific strategic alliances and switch alliances that suits them and to meet their needs to to obtain a certain definite position in a more dominant hierarchy position. This is very true in the corporate world. Uh-oh, there we go. Ouch. This is found in getpocket.com. How not to care when people don't like you. Oh, my word. Now, I did mention that earlier. You got to be careful, man. I come out the corporate world, bro. Man, they ain't, they, who? I'm telling you, the devil's in the corporate world. They don't care. They'll step on you, backbite you, lie on you, and literally create a situation. That's why. That's why I was talking about the other day. They will create a situation to single a person out. You may even fall in a situation that you don't even know nothing about, but because they do know your mannerism. Hello, they'll use that very thing against you. Now that's serious. I think that's that's that is serious. Either way, like ability or not, it always have a personal effect in the mess. If someone bring if someone bring to you a subject that someone don't like you, preferably they already then ox, ox you, they say ox you out of the hierarchy dominant position to reposition another individual that may fit their status quo. Oh my God! Now see, that's that's kind of hitting that's kind of hitting home for me, y'all. Wow.
Friday. Alright. Remind yourself that making new friends is no easy task. Ain't nobody got time to be making no friends all right now, y'all. Spend extra time with people who do like you. Ah, that's, this is, remember, haters, suck it up. It say tell the haters to suck it up. Uh, that's on other little paragraphs. Wow, that's, mm. but I'm good, I already, I already, um, the Holy Ghost already has shown me some stuff already for me, um, and, um, That he's releasing me into what I once was before. So now that I'm free in myself and I'm loving myself, hey, at this next level, it's it's gonna be on like Donkey Kong. And it's just so ironically, my my bestie was talking about the same thing. Um, I have another individual that's that's key to my 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 mental and physical growth my mentor um i have to give her a call too but last but not least because of a a certain dominant hierarchy individual the best thing I could say, they ain't seen nothing yet. See what I'm saying? And only God gonna do that. I'm not, I'm not putting my hand in it. But God gonna show some things up. I'm gonna leave it like that. And I'm excited about it. So, I wear a probably a 14 in a straight dresses and suits oh my gosh I used to have so many suits that's all I did wore is suits you know pantsuits well I really like the pantsuits cause I always was cold so to have my lasers pulls with a skirt uh, I remember wearing a skirt and stuff like you know to church but to work I had pantsuits on because we had to walk. I used to have to walk with the, uh, I used to walk, used to do, we called them walkthroughs. So I used to have to walk with the director of security, the director of the mall, the director of the Hyatt, and the director that comes from the Superdome. And so we had to walk the corridors because the corridors was like behind the mall where not only the the um, leases, the, the tenants for the food court, we had to make sure that when we walked back there, they had no rodents back there. 
that the food court didn't have the food on the they they had a certain way out they had the food on the crates and and stacked a certain way or they get fined. Um, the tenants that was part of the mall they have to have their things a certain way. And so um <laughs> it it's just it's just something how God just have you in places and things and experiences and then he brings stuff back. It's like wow this is gonna be pretty nice. I'm loving it already. That's why I, I was saying with somebody, you show that what you want. Sometimes we better be careful what we ask for, right? Because I can give you what you want. You know, you're like that dog. You ever seen that old crazy movie, y'all? Ragdoll? And that man say, oh, he had said something, then they like this the same. Ragdoll will give you what you want. That what you want? Ragdoll will give you what you want. You know, because the ragdoll, they like did voodoo or whatever, and whatever you want done, the ragdoll was supposed to carry it out. That's what that meant. You know, but it was creepy. That was a creepy movie. But yeah, I'm excited, y'all. Oh my God. But y'all already know that in the beginning. People in their pet peeves. Whole bottom line, they want to be like you. No, be you. You don't want to be like me. Trust me. You don't want to. You don't want to walk in these shoes, bro. You don't want to walk in these shoes. It's too, the it's too weighty. You won't be able to walk in these shoes. For for real, for real. These these shoes here, man. They've been everywhere. And I'm not only just talking about these shoes, I'm talking about all my shoes. You don't want to walk in these shoes. And I sure don't want to walk in their shoes. So I'm gonna get off of this subject, and I'm gonna see if I can go in. <laughs> Lord, I'm gonna see if I can do take me a nap. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm trying, y'all, but it's not happening. <laughs> trying to stay up. All right, don't be worried about what people don't like you. Like the article say, it ain't gonna matter anyway. <laughs> you just gotta find some people that will. You gotta find a group, colleagues. You gotta find some individuals that's on your same page or higher. You know, you're gonna be alright. Those that are listening on the other platforms. It's going to be all right. Believe me, if it happened to Dr. D, it's going to happen to you. 
If it happens to Jesus, it's going to happen to you. No matter what we're going to do, it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm.